0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the east side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. I've been helping clients buy and sell homes on the east side for 24 years now, and I learned very early on that it's really not about the bedrooms and baths. It's about so much more than that. It's about the people, the businesses and the events that make this such a great place to live. And that's what this show is all about. Each week we highlight someone, so whether you're new to the area or just looking for something new to do, especially now because we're all at home, uh, we've got you covered. Uh, You know, for real estate, I was doing an update at the beginning of the show. One of the biggest questions I'm getting right now is, Basically, can you still buy and sell houses? Are things closing? uh, And are we able to get through that process? And that answer is yes. Not only are they closing, um, I've had buyers and sellers both successful in closing on their purchases and sales, uh, but it's going surprisingly smoothly. I think everybody built in some extra buffers and, you know, they're just being super proactive because we are in an unknown territory uh, and it's worked out well. So if you're thinking about buying or selling real estate, whether it's now or later in the year, I invite you to reach out. You can always find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. I'm happy to answer your questions and help you come up with a strategy and game plan for going forward. So that's the real estate, and I'm excited to introduce our guest today. We have Betty Walton joining us with Daisy and Wish Florals. Good morning, Betty. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm so happy to be on your program. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to have you here. I know um, you have been doing flowers for a long time. Um, we met years ago when you were at the Metropolitan Market in Kirkland, and you've got your own thing now. And I'm excited to talk about flowers because it's spring, it's Sunny, and I think we can all use a little extra cheer in our houses right now.
1: You know, it's really
0: true. And I tell you,
1: I've been reading a lot of articles that I just wanted to go back to in the past, from the past and kind of update. Sure. And, you know, really and truly, we all know that flowers in the Northwest especially are so gorgeous. And we're so fortunate to be in this area and have such a gorgeous landscape to work with. And, you know, just even getting out, I know that people are sheltering in place like they should with the government mandate. But, you know, I know that a lot of people are outside and they're walking for exercise And it's just a gorgeous time to see things that are popping up out of the ground and blooming in the trees. And it just makes you happy. And I think that that's part of the reason that I've been in this business so long because early on, the first thing that I did was I delivered for a local flower shop while I was in college. And you could just see the smiles on people's faces and the emotions that flowers generated. And I think to have flowers around all the time is just a wonderful thing that can keep you from being so depressed
0: it really is it um there's just something about them we almost always have fresh flowers in our kitchen on the island and there's just something about it it just it brightens your day and right now especially my laptop usually sits you know right in front of the flowers so i get to see them as i'm working throughout the day and it just it makes me smile, and it's true, like you said, there's so many beautiful things here. My husband and I walk the dogs every morning, and it's like a little treasure hunt each day to see what's in bloom now and what's there today that wasn't there yesterday, and super fun.
1: Yeah, it really is. And so, you know what, Nicole, that's kind of why I brought a list this morning of the top 10 flowers for 2020 because oh, I love we it. are we are so fortunate in the northwest to have the start of this local flower movement that is sweeping the country. And I tell you, it's kind of funny. I mean, uh, about uh, I guess three or four years ago a book came out called 50 Mile Bouquets and it was talking about the local movement of local farmers and the flowers they grow. Well, I have a friend that I follow on Instagram. She's actually been a client for a number of years and she's got a garden as she used to tell me, you know, um I'm gonna buy flowers from you when there's not anything in my garden. So I do i do several things for her during the fall and the winter. But she's posting things on her web on um, her Instagram page now and she calls it the twenty five foot bouquet. And I think that's <laughs> kind of what we're doing now. I thought it was just a really great turn on that, you know. But uh, I love it. Yeah, isn't that fun? And so anyway though, I've brought this list of the top 10 flowers for 2020 right. and uh, i was going to start with the number 10 which is talansias and succulents and if you don't know talansias, they are an air plant and they grow in the northwest And so they're readily available, so easy care. You know, you can actually just put them out in your garden or in your house. And uh, if they're in your house, keep them close to like a sink or in a bathroom. And you just never have to really water them because of the humidity that's in the air here. So it's perfect. And, uh, those in succulents, we're seeing a lot of that right now in event work and just in home decor. Uh, number nine are a favorite for events, um, hydrangeas. The National Garden Bureau always picks a flower, a shrub, a tree, uh, for the year, and they say that is, in that class, that's the plant or flower for the year and this year it's hydrangeas so Mm. they come in so many colors especially up in the northwest and so um number nine of the hydrangea it's a favorite number eight uh vines like clematis which are grown here locally and are just in an array of colors and gorgeous um Ely Agnes, which I thought was just a southern vine, but it turns out that you can find it in the northwest. One of the things that we see on Pinterest quite a bit for weddings is a vine called Southern Smiley. Now, in the south, you can go outside your back door and just practically pull it out of trees. And it's a friend of mine in the south said it's the answer because it really is. It just does beautiful things for a table or an arch or something like that. Up here, it's a little bit harder to get, to grow. So we get that shipped in from the south. But it is number eight on the top ten flower list. Um, Number seven is the chrysanthemum. And you know, we've all known chrysanthemums, the uh, big football mums and the disc buds and the pom poms that fill in. And it's been known as a less expensive flower, but it's really coming into its own in the last year. And now look at it, it's made the top 10 list. Uh, There's a flower that's further up the list that everybody loves. And I'm gonna touch on that uh, briefly. But I will say that a chrysanthemum is a great way to fill in your flower arrangements at home or your event work. And it really is a big bang for the buck. So it's great to have this on the list. Uh, The next one is spray roses, which you probably know uh, those are multiple blooms of little tiny roses on a stem, and they are showing up in all kinds of pictures on Pinterest and Instagram, and they're beautiful, and they come in an array of colors. Um, Number five is the butterfly ranunculus. Now, I know that a lot of people are very familiar with ranunculus. It has just really come into its own in the last probably four years. Uh, We're very fortunate in the Northwest to have lots of growers that are local that grow ranunculus. And right now is ranunculus time of year. I follow a farm down in Oregon that posts a daily picture of ranunculus on their Instagram site, Peter Court Roses doesn't just grow roses, they grow ranunculus also. And they have an, a, a beautiful array of ranunculus. And I just, I get real excited because in the morning when I wake up these days, I check into Instagram and there's always a great looking picture of ranunculus on their Instagram post. So it's kind of fun for me. But the butterfly ranunculus are to ranunculus like the spray roses are to roses. The butterfly ranunculus is fairly new on the cut flower market. It's only been around where I've seen it for about the last year, year and a half. And the blooms are multiple blooms on one stem and they last quite a long time just like the ranunculus do. The blooms, actually, if you look at them from far away, you think, gosh, that's a flower made out of tissue paper. It's just so beautiful. And an array of colors, uh, pinks and whites and uh, one color— that i loved for fall in the butterfly ranunculus was a gold to a bronze to a rusty tone all in one petal and then a multitude of those petals on um, in a bloom and it was just gorgeous on that stem, beautiful in all kinds of decor work uh, number four um on the list is dahlias and you know I just feel like I'm super lucky because for the last 10 years, I've partnered with dahlia farms that are near the Canadian border, and they actually will grow the dahlias in the colors that the brides that we work with want. And it's just been a real joy. I- Talk to them uh, probably around February when they are looking for new varieties. And I say, you know, here are the colors that I've talked to with brides so far, and can you get something to work in their color scheme for their wedding? And they always come through. So the dahlia season for the Northwest normally starts around the first part of july and goes all the way until the first freeze in late september or early october so we're super lucky to have all these wonderful value growers that are just bringing to us a plethora of blooms in all different colors that can be used everywhere Um, the ranunculus is number three on the list. So we talked about the butterfly ranunculus, but the ranunculus that we know and love and are locally grown are number three of the top 10 flowers for 2020. Then everybody is really familiar with roses. I mean, I think that if you ask any man out there what their favorite flower was, they probably say a rose because it's probably the only thing they know. Well, number two (laughs) on the list is garden roses. And David Austin Garden Roses is a boutique garden rose that you see all over Pinterest. I mean, every bride that I talk to that has a Pinterest site will say, I love this flower. It's a peony. And you know what? Nine times out of 10, it's a garden rose. So my top two favorites personally for wedding work are the Alabaster David Austin Garden Rose and the Juliet David Austin Garden Rose. Alabaster, obviously, more of a white garden rose variety, very fragrant. The Juliet Garden Rose is what you'll see on Pinterest in Pete. And everybody seems to think that's a peony because when these garden roses open up, they really do give you the semblance of a peony, which is number one on the list. Number one (laughs) flower choice for 2020 is a peony and in the northwest we are so incredibly lucky to have peony growers that grow outstanding varieties of peonies. One of the growers that I've come to know is up near the Canadian border and she has the most lovely peonies I think I've ever seen. Some of her blooms are actually as big as your face. I mean, it's just incredible. And the peony season in the the Northwest generally is going to start right around Mother's Day. Sometimes you can get them a little bit earlier towards the end of April. A lot of those are imported. But the ones that are locally grown are going to come into bloom around Mother's Day, which is the second weekend in May always and they are going to continue to bloom and be available until hopefully the end of june because it's all weather related you know a lot of these crops like the peonies the dahlias uh, the vines like the clematis the hydrangeas those are garden and field grown crops and so those are absolutely dependent on weather as far as availability goes but the peonies, the first peony blooms to come on are the coral charms, which are that wonderful salmon coral color. And they're so vibrant and so beautiful. And then after those begin to bloom, now all your whites and pinks and burgundies will start to bloom in the fields. So you have to be very careful about what really want to order to put in your arrangements because it really is dependent on the field crops that are grown in the northwest but that being said i wanted to go back to the chrysanthemums because you know peonies are the number one favorite and we've been seeing peonies just skyrocket up the ladder of wonderful things that people want in their weddings and their event work well the Chrysanthemums are a great substitution for peonies when peonies are not available. And like I said earlier, the peonies are available in the Northwest locally at a wonderful price point for, from around Mother's Day. Until hopefully the end of June. So, if you cannot get peonies locally, you'd have to bring them in from other areas of the world. Because I always tell people when they ask me if I can get a flower, I always say, Well, you know, somewhere in the world it's growing. But, yeah, (laughs) that saying that, I tell people if they want to do something that's cost conscientious, then let's do a substitute. Like I say, the, the uh, ranunculus are like a miniature version of the peony. And they're mm-hmm. basically available locally now, but year-round you can find ranunculus at the same type of price point as you would find locally in this area. Uh, So it's a great substitution for a peony. But the mums, the chrysanthemums, there's a chrysanthemum, and I've started calling it a Japanese chrysanthemum. Actually, the common name for it is a football mum. You probably know it. It comes in whites and lavenders and bronzes and yellows, and it's available all year round. Uh, That is a wonderful substitute. If you like the look of a peony with the multiple petal count, The football bums from a distance will give you that same look. So, there are lots of things that you can do to get the look of the flowers in the top 10 list and maybe get those all year round instead of just when they're available locally.
0: I love it. And all of these flowers, oh, makes me want to start a garden and just grow flowers all the time because these are all my favorites. They're just so beautiful. Yeah, no, they really are, and I tell you, um,
1: right now is the time to plant. Um, it's a little bit cold to plant dahlias right now, but I know that I know some people that are doing it, and you know when I get out to go to the grocery store because that's the only time i'm doing anything out of my house these days with the shelter in place longer. but when i get out to do that i see all these people working in their gardens and i think that this year especially when the gardens start getting into full bloom we're going to really have some beauty around the northwest like we've never seen before i really think that's true
0: I love it. Um, and again, if you're just tuning in today, we have Betty Walton on the show with us. Uh, she's with, had owns Daisy and Wish Flowers, and you do all kinds of events and weddings, and um, you're just super tied into the floral industry. And I love how you are, you know, you gave us the list of the top 10 flowers for 2020, and I love how in tune you are with the flowers, the time of year, the growers. I mean, having a florist that can help you have a grower grow a specific dahlia to match your colors for your wedding. That's just the coolest thing I've ever heard. I never, I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> you know what? I'm so fortunate because
1: I tell you, these relationships that I've nurtured with these farmers is just one of the most fun things that I've ever gotten to do. I tell you, uh, we are super, super lucky in the Northwest because. There is a grower in the Northwest. Her name is Janet Foss, and she has Foss Gardens. Uh, It's down near Centralia. And I really credit Janet for starting this whole local flower movement. I mean, back in the 90s when I moved here, she was growing flowers then and bringing them to flower shops and getting the flower shops to sell her flowers. And I tell you, there is... Nothing like the things she grows. There's a rose that she grows. You know, we were talking about spray roses, and mm-hmm. she grows a spray rose that has multiple blooms all the way up a three foot stem. And I asked her about those, and the cutting for that rose that she grows commercially now in her gardens was given to her by her great-grandmother. Isn't that the coolest?
0: Oh, I love things like that. That's, that's a good story. That's pretty yeah. cool. That makes it even that much more special. You know, um, it really does. And
1: and I really try to support local farmers because, you know what, it's hard work and it's time-consuming and they're there when the sun comes up and when the sun goes down. And the product is if you went anywhere else in the country i don't think that you could find the variety and the quality of product that's available to us in the northwest you know i I was really fortunate to know some people. They moved to my hometown in Mississippi, and they were from Oregon. And they kept saying, you know, the flowers here look like third-rate stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? These are beautiful. They come from Holland. They come from South America. They come from California. They're gorgeous, right? And they were, Mm -hmm. they were beautiful for where I was. And, And they were gorgeous. But I moved out here and I thought, oh yeah, That's exactly what they're talking about because it's different out here. It really is. And I feel like I'm super, super fortunate to know the people that grow the flowers that are the majority of the flowers that I use.
0: I love it. What are some of the trends you're seeing in floral design right now? you know i've got pages of that i really do i don't know whether i have enough
1: time to talk about all of them but i will tell you that every year the international floral distributors and produce marketing associations come out with trends that they're seeing in floral and one of the trends that we've been seeing in the Northwest, I think we're kind of ahead of trend. One of the trends we've been seeing is on the trend list this year. It's called Black Tie and Bare Feet. And it's the type of flowers that were used in beautiful, chic venues, but now, since we're doing a lot of weddings outdoors and barns and on uh, different uh, venues around that are outside with all this landscaping and, and uh, beauty, um, we're seeing that beautiful chic trend taken outside and it's kind of more like a bohemian throwback to the 80s which mm-hmm. i think the 80s are really coming back i know that in plants the 70s were huge with with the plant movement um and then the 80s uh, the 80s you're seeing all over the place right now and that's kind of what this trend is talking about. So that bohemian throwback to the 80s with a touch of chic, and the way that we're doing it up here, we see a lot of colors like the soft, muted, feminine colors of blush and taupe and white put together in these bouquets that we're doing. And, you know, a lot of the flowers that we mentioned in the um, list of trendy flowers in the top 10 for 2020 are on the list of flowers that you use for this uh bohemian throwback look uh the quicksand roses which are a perfect taupe rose uh the hydrangeas and white the pennies in white lisianthus uh blush stock all those are available right now and throughout the year and they make up this uh boho look. Um, You mix that with things like clematis or spirea or eleagnus and put some dusty miller foliage or lambs ear foliage into the mix. Um, You can even do a touch of dried. Drieds are becoming a really big trend to put in flowers and the dried movement goes back to that 80s movement too. And we're seeing things like the millet and the pampas grass all kinds of dried roses, and just a touch of that into bouquets is what you're going to see, I think, exploding on Pinterest. It already has started, and I think it's going to keep on going. You know, one of my friends says, you know, um, the cascading bouquets like we did in the 80s were very oh, yeah. structured, very uh, very structured, very staid very solid, full of flowers. Now that cascade from the 80s is becoming more of a boho look, and mm-hmm. it looks like it's something that's spilling out exactly like vines and flowers would grow if they were spilling off a trellis.
0: Oh, I they're beautiful every time I see something like that. Um, speaking of seeing things, uh, you have a beautiful Instagram feed, If you know, if you guys are out there and you're thinking you've got an event coming up or a wedding, and I think we're just going to see some beautiful things the second half of this year because everybody will be so happy that we can get together. If you're looking for um, ideas, you've got beautiful things on your Instagram feed. And your Instagram handle, if people want to follow you, is, remind me, it's Betty Walton Flowers. It's Betty Flowers.
1: Find? It's Betty F-O-R Flowers. Betty
0: Betty for flowers. Betty for flowers. Again, we've got Betty Walton on the show with us with Daisy and wish you do some of the most amazing arrangements. Um, I learned so much from you today about the flowers that are in and the times of year that they grow. And, um, you know, how can people find you if they want to inquire about doing an event and having you do the flowers for them? How would somebody find you? You know, we've
1: got a website, and it's super easy. You just go to daisyandwish.com, and we've got a uh, section on our website with all our pictures and uh, our rental items. And there's a place where you can send me a note if you want to get in touch with me, and I'll follow up with you
0: for sure. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today, Betty. I so appreciate it. Oh, um, I think, Nicole, it's been a super pleasure.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. I think we all we can always use a little extra dose of color and flowers in our life, and now more than ever. So um, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the show today. We'll have links to Betty's information and everything else on the website, NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. And you can always find me on the website as well if you have real estate questions. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.